Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. This is Fightful.com's post-WWE Raw review for August 9th. I'm joined by Denise Salcedo. She's a, a Fightful co-host. She appears on a number of websites and she also appears on game changer wrestling doing some ring announcing denise are you gonna like stab me with a shard of glass or something now is that what you do now no i use pizza cutters that's my weapon of choice now uh it was a fun night i had a good time btw sean we're twinning today we we're twinning with each other and then we're also matching this graphic are I you a big Cincinnati, like, big Cincinnati Reds no. fan? You are. We do match the graphic, though, don't we? Match we? That's the graphic great. Too, so it kind of seems like we planned this, but we didn't plan this. We're just, we just joined the blood gang. I mean, that's that's it. That's that's it. We're, we're we're in that territory now, guys. Thank you all for watching. Please leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap the bell for notifications, get your super chats in. It'll get your question or statement read on the air, and we'll read your question or statement. As uh, as it comes upon the segment, as we cover it, uh, we will not be missing any at, at all. We've hired somebody to kind of keep track of those for us now. So, yeah, show them some love. And last week I did an interview with Roderick Strong. Of all the people I'm dropping an interview with this week, Duke the Dumpster Drossy. And I know some of you, well, first off, some of you are going, who? And some of you are going, why? Why? Because I wanted to. Who? He was in the WWF between 94 and 96. He feuded with Triple H. He was one of Triple H's first feuds. He told me that he was high as a kite during the WrestleMania 17 gimmick battle royal. Told me that if he went to WCW or ECW, he would have died. And then told me a story about why he didn't want to put over Stone Cold Steve Austin. It is a fantastic interview. Um, He's been through a lot. Make sure you guys check that out. You're always I pulling do. up some ra- some very random interviews, Sean. I love it. I love it. This is such I a think cool you job. Have the most random interviews out there. It is. It's such a cool job. I love it. And guys, FightfulSelect.com. That's our lifeblood. Please head over there and subscribe. We are about 75 subscribers away right now from being the most subscribed wrestling thing on the platform 
ever. Wrestling ever. thing? Yes. The most subscribed wrestling product on the Patreon platform ever. Now, I don't use Patreon as a part of the marketing. I just call it Fightful Select. But please, about 75 of you guys, head over there, plop down five bucks. Because, you know, we've broken stories like, uh, I don't know, Pete Dunn's contract being up. Uh, that That's kind of an interesting story. We've had so much news on Adam Cole, on Bray Wyatt even. And Denise, before I went on the air, before Raw went on the air tonight, uh, I broke a bit of a story tonight um, about Bray Wyatt and why he was sidelined, or rather, why he why he wasn't sidelined, rather. There were um, rumors from a completely unsubstantiated, often proven wrong source that Bray Wyatt had been battling mental health. Now, that's not the type of thing that we speculate on. It's not the type of thing we report on unless the person wants it out there. Well, it was it was very clear that that, that, that was something that was wanted to be debunked. And uh, we got we got information that that was not why Bray Wyatt missed time between April and July. Uh, they, the uh, source connected to Bray Wyatt went as far as to say that that was completely false reporting that he was not battling mental health issues. He had some family stuff planned in, I think May and June. And then he was working on, uh, on, bringing his creative back on, on, on the character, the fiend. And it was supposed to come back Denise tonight. I had tonight? a lot of, oh, I knew it was August, but I didn't know yeah. like when exactly tonight. Oh and my God. There was somebody that, uh, dropped a, or somebody that dropped in my, uh, I think it was Cassidy of body slam. that was like, Hey, do you see this? They dropped a, a new Bray Wyatt shirt. And I was like, well, he was supposed to come back tonight. So that's probably so why. Still had that in the works, and it still dropped today. Yeah, it's oh wild, my man. god, that kind of sucks. I feel so bad for him, like in that sense, because it's kind of like, oh, I could have been doing this, but at the same time, I mean, obviously, you know, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but who knows what you know he might be cooking up. I did see what he posted on Twitter as well, and so I'm assuming that maybe he's just you know feeling like maybe he's better off maybe he's not as uh, sad or disappointed as some of us may may think well i hope i get the opportunity to talk to him on the record that's one that i would love to to make happen but uh make sure you guys uh stay tuned to fightfulselect.com that was not something that i felt comfortable putting on fightful select uh we do not break news of releases on fightful select and we don't put like mental health stuff uh behind the paywall either but we put a lot of good stuff behind there but uh, Denise, unfortunately, there was some real bad stuff that came out Friday. 13 NXT releases. Denise, this has been, in my career, the wildest three weeks I've ever seen, starting with like Slammiversary, the Punk thing, the Brian thing, the Cole thing, the Dunn thing. Um, releases. Bray Wyatt released. Announcing a show in Chicago. Like, this has been the most insane period. It definitely has. I feel like things have been coming out of nowhere. And then it, it, even during just these releases for that occurred on Friday, I mean, come on, during SmackDown, like I wasn't expecting that whatsoever. I was just chilling, watching the show. I was just expecting to do, you know, my everyday Friday duties. And then all of a sudden, 
I'm seeing this news and I double checked your uh your Twitter handle because I thought for a second that maybe you know like those handles that sometimes trick you and make you think that there's somebody else and I was like okay this is definitely Sean putting this information out there and then I think you just kind of kept like tweeting them out continuously yeah. and I started thinking oh my god and during that moment it just kind of felt like a little bit this round of releases to me kind of hit differently than some of the previous ones the previous ones were shocking this one to me felt more like they were trying to say goodbye to something and so with that being said like these rounds of releases they just oh they felt so much more differently i, I don't know if maybe even just the fact that we've had so many releases now that now they're just kind of you're just thinking like when when are you when are we going to be done when is when is enough enough well, we do have a bunch of super chats before we even get into the review. <laughs> per usual, about 20 minutes seems to be you guys just wanting to talk about anything but Raw. Uh, Josh said, nothing to do with Raw, but have you heard anything about where Murphy might go? There are multiple companies uh, interested. Somebody mentioned Ric Flair. I didn't even mention him in that, those stories, Denise. That's that's unreal. That's unreal. Uh, Intangible one says, not sure what's funnier. Denise's bad food takes of thinking beef jerky is gross. Or the fact that AEW made fun of Lewis. Definitely <laughs> AEW making fun yeah. of Lewis, okay? Definitely. Yeah. They put him on blast out there. I would, If that would have been me, I would have been very, very sad about See, that. I pitch. I love that he called him like Danger or Danger or whatever it was. Yeah. But, you know, everybody in Quizlemania after me has to have a gimmick. That's what they do. They get gimmicks. And I was talking to Louie, and I was like, Louie you're not necessarily a suave British man, but you should pretend to be one. And he should be like, like play a ladies man and be like, danger. Isn't my middle name. It's my last name. That's what you pitched. For oh, him? it was brilliant. Go look at the replies. People loved it. Then he says, this is why my gimmicks get over on that show. And yours don't really. Sean, uh, but have yeah, you, I, just ignoring I, it? Sean, you know, what's sad. Let's mute Denise real quick. I do agree that some beef jerky is nasty. I don't even have to win <laughs> to be put on the show. And they still want Denise. me all the time. And do you not remember my plate creations that got over? I mean, come on. Somebody created an account about my plates that I created. Denise. And they got over 3,000 Twitter followers. So you know what, Sean? I deserve some credit, okay? Denise, when when I'm not on there, People send me messages and say, why aren't you on Quizlemania? Aren't you supposed to be on them all? No, I don't well, work for them. John Ross stands are the worst. Oh, Jonathan Hedman says, you guys rock. I look forward to seeing you guys on everything. Raw was fine. I didn't regret watching. So I got that going for me, which is nice. Um, well, I don't regret watching because I'm here talking to all you people. There you, you go. People. Yeah. Kevin Seat says, with the new pick, do you think Rotunda knows where he's going? Or he just knows wherever he goes, he'll get to do his thing. Uh, he will have probably pretty, pretty well creative freedom wherever he goes. I don't know if it'll be AEW. Denise, I actually think the Wyatt family thing would fit in really well in New Japan because it's so different than everything else that goes on there. I think it would work, work okay. Well, that was my, that was my, my thing was a little bit differently. Like I expected, not expected, but I thought that him going to new Japan would be a good thing just because of I, the thing that I put out there was basically the fact that they've had, they, they do well with like 
ex-WWE like big big guys. And I've seen a lot done with certain guys that aren't necessarily, I think, at the level that Bray Wyatt are. So I feel like they can do a lot with him. So that was more of my take as why I saw him in New Japan Pro Wrestling. But I don't mean, again, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but I kind of have a feeling, Sean, that I feel like things have probably already been decided, especially based on that like cryptic post that he posted on Twitter. Perhaps, perhaps. Uh, Jeffrey says Raw wasn't quite as bad as it's been. I just thought it was inconsequential. Like almost nothing mattered on this show, Denise. See, I felt a little bit differently. I think today I kind of have to agree with Jeffrey as well. I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was great. Uh, I wasn't bored for the most part. I thought the first hour, the first two hours of Raw for me kind of flew by. So uh, maybe I'm just, you know, getting used to it. I don't know. But I I enjoyed Raw today for what it was. Uh, yeah, it, it, I, I think because Orton came back, I was like, okay, there's there's one thing that matters. But they were so desperate to get people to just like show up and tune in that they had to advertise it beforehand. Imagine the pop if they wouldn't have even announced it. That would have been pretty cool. I didn't take any notes today on Raw. Everything's going to be based everything's a repeat. on my memory today. I haven't been taking them for two months, and we've had our best oh, shows. Dang. Cliff Beard says, Denise and SRS wearing Team Canada colors. Both of them Team Canada confirmed. I've been Team Canada, buddy. I miss that place so much. No, uh, sorry, Team USA. Oh, wow. <laughs> Actually, Ron, that's nothing to be proud of. <laughs> Ron sends a tip for the Super Chat Wrangler. He's doing very good. James says, Danger, Denise, homie, Sado. Oh, uh, I like that. I like that. I guess I guess I don't know. Somebody says, what is what is all form? Well, it's wonderful modular furniture. Allform.com slash Fightful. Make sure you guys check it out. So, um, Intangible One says, why isn't SRS in that fantasy booking thing? I've got a full-time job guys i don't i don't know i don't even know what it is to be honest with you i tune in Sean, you're so bushy i tune into your show on on fridays and then uh ollie and luke um at least once a week but sorry that we're not all as famous as you are and you look down on us and don't yeah. see anything in us i get what this is going so thank yeah. you whatever That's you know exactly pretty soon pretty soon you're gonna be like sorry denise you're not famous enough to be on this podcast It'll just be me. It'll just yeah, it'll be just me. Be you. Whatever. Whatever. Every That's time fine. Denise is muted and Angel gets its wings, well, I just muted Denise. So Look there them you angels. Go. <laughs> it's XD done. No, but I think it'll resemble uh, the ECW from WWE a lot more than the old NXT very, very soon. It did kind of give off the feeling like they were just like trying to kill NXT. I was like, man, this is not good. I just. It has not been going very well for NXT, and it, it feels really, really sad because they came off of a bad show on the Sci-Fi channel. They came off of this, you know, having their NXT champion lose. Then they had these releases. It's just been, like, continuous. Uh, on top of that, the Adam Cole stuff, the Pete yeah. Dunn stuff. It's just been bad news. Uh, Cyclops is better than – actually, Gr Ted Gruber says, can you explain to Denise what an Encarta is? It's just a digital encyclopedia. That's it. Fun. So Google. I mean, did you not know? Because honestly, if if somebody said, I didn't said know to what Encarta was. No. Like, was it a thing on one of your shows or something that mm -hmm. you didn't know what it was? It was on Twitter. There was a commercial on Raw today that 
they I forgot what the what they were promoting, but they were saying yeah. like, oh, the the encyclopedia things. And then I tweeted that I'd never used this encyclopedia. And then someone brought up the whole like Encarta thing. And then I was like, oh, I don't know what that is. I haven't thought about it in 20 years. So I don't blame you for not knowing what it is. Uh, Fran Chili says, what did you guys think of the Murphy video and the way he's connecting it to the Tommy Endwin? I think it's a smart idea to connect it to the Tommy Endwin. They have history. I would love it if he just popped up on Rampage soon. Um, I like the fact. I like that. Right. I don't mean to cut you off, but That's I like okay. the fact that, you know, given that he's an athletic guy, you, you can even you can even argue that he doesn't have to go into like, you know, creating this massive character for himself or whatever he is planning. But I kind of like that he's adding this new element to, uh, you know, something that we haven't seen from him before. Yeah. Yeah. I, I there is a lot of prison imagery. There was a lot of talks about that. Or like a lot of people like kind of crapping on that. It's like, well. Maybe if you're creative, like your your wrestlers that are supposed to be very creative by nature, creating moves, creating stories, feel like it's a prison, and so many of them are doing that. It's like, yeah, it's a cliche to do it now, but maybe don't run your company to the point to where that cliche eventually exists. That's true. Daniel R says, if Denise leaves, you get Matt Riddle, bro. Nope, we're done doing shows uh, with him. We we stopped doing that like four years ago. Uh, Podcast Wiz says how Sir Oliver spoiled is how he is. Ryan says, don't know if you saw, but Bray tweeted out what looks like a new mask. Do you think all the backlash will cause WWE to reconsider and bring him back? Nope. I think they've pretty well dug their heels in there, and they're going to do what they're going to do. Adrian says, rate these heels from your favorite to least favorite. 2001 Stone Cold, Ministry of Darkness Undertaker, 03 Rock, 11 Punk. 9901 Triple H, 90 Shawn Michaels. Okay, 9901 Triple H, probably my least favorite, and it was still good. Oh, dang. Everybody no, no, no. Triple H on that. I was Min- proud of that. Ministry Taker was my least, then 9901 Triple H, uh, then 90 Shawn Michaels, then 03 Rock. I thought that was great. 11 Punk, and I actually, my favorite was Stone Cold in 2001 because he was funny as hell. So uh, sue me, guys. But uh, yeah, let's let's not uh, do too many rankings uh, here. I'm surprised we, you answered that one. Usually, you yeah. get pretty sassy, and you're like, "Oh, uh, yeah." We don't, and I was like, "Wow, Sean actually answered it this time." We don't usually in a good mood. We don't usually do rankings and fantasy bookings, and we're 15 minutes into the show. But like, what are we going to talk about? Raw, the same matches that we already talked about? No, probably not. Uh, we got people talking about Dakota Kai losing to Aaliyah on main event saying that's the final straw. Vince hates NXT. We've got um, Res Dog saying, hey, they got Dakota losing in the main event, so let's bury both belts. Wonderful way to promote this NXT TakeOver show, Denise. This is concentrated sabotage at this point. What the hell? Sean, that sci-fi show, I think it was night two, and week two when they were on sci-fi. Yeah, when uh, they played the Dakota Kai vignette, the whole video where she's cutting her promo and all of that on what she did to Raquel. That was the number one thing everybody wanted to talk about on my post show. They didn't really care about anything else other than Dakota Kai. She was the most over thing for that night, the most over person, uh, the thing people cared about the most. And a lot of people want to see Dakota Kai become champion. Like a lot of people don't seem to be feeling Raquel as champion. And this is one of their storylines that the actually really have 
they actually have something going here on NXT Dakota and Raquel. So the last thing that you want to do is take away any sort of credibility from Dakota Kai because we all know that she's worked really hard to even get to this point and get to the point where she's having this like, uh, you know, this feud with Raquel that actually means something. I completely agree. Chris Brown says update on the Iconics. They've got some interest from at least one company that I know of. Um, yeah. Draven says that AEW commercial during Raw, they they pop up sometimes, localized ads. JoJo says, where's Asuka? Did they forget they have more than three women in the Raw division? I can't remember who else is in the division. That's bad. Well, that's what they do. They get really lazy. They take people off TV. I don't know where she is. I don't know if she's healthy or any of that. I'll see what I can find out, but they really, really need to um, – they really got to book more people. She was division. forgotten about when she was champion. And now yeah. that she's not, I'm not surprised she's forgotten about again. Somebody asks if we'll ever team up to face up GIR on Quizlemania. I don't know who that is, but uh, anytime they ask me to team with Denise, I, I'm sure I will. Uh, we've got Cyclops saying, I'd rather hear about how Oliver's day has been than Raw. Hey, you didn't uh, post anything for International Cat Day. Did you? I was waiting for your post. Don't you have I've, like 20 cats? I've got six. I got See, six. you should have taken a picture. I was waiting for that. Speaking of, I talked with Xenia about my cats on her show. Xenia did that. Make sure you guys check that out. Uh, you all can search it. It's it's posted on Fightful. It was a great time. We talked about wrestling media. Make sure you guys show her some love. Uh, she she did a great job on that video and the interview. I really enjoyed it. Cody Erickson said they ran a promo for the Fiend in the arena. Yeah, I saw that. Like like wrestlers talking about how much they enjoyed the Fiend. Oh, man. That's a little interesting. Why do you think they would do that? Is it kind of like a ha-ha? I don't know. No, it no, not at all. I think it was just an oversight. Norm says, Eddie Kingston on commentary and BTE trolling WWE made my Monday. Remember those two weeks this year Raw was good? I don't. Stay juicy, Fightful. <laughs> when uh, was that? <laughs> I haven't watched BTE or him on commentary yet. I'm going to. Somebody says SRS no sells going in Raw. No, I don't. I love going in Raw. I love those guys. SRS is a crazy cat lady. I've never heard that one before. Uh, Jordan Scott says, when there's only one good thing on a three-hour show, I can't be bothered to watch live, but we'll watch you guys live to see if I delete the recording straight away. Buddy, you can watch YouTube and you're going to be all right. Clear that space up in your DVR. You'll need it for something yeah. else. <laughs> yes, Brandon. We did say Dakota Kai lost to Aaliyah. And uh, let, let's get into the show after these. Billy B. Bad says, shout to Mark B. Donica for co-starring in the Buddy Murphy vid. I don't understand the reference. But somebody asked if Triple H is being forced out. No, but they're not making it easier for him. Uh, not at all. And a big shout out to... Colin had Colin Hedden and Christopher Brown for sending super chats. Uh, greatly appreciate it. But let's go ahead and start with this show. Sean Blanford saying just a f- friendly reminder that SummerSlam's in 12 days. Glad to see Raw getting everyone excited for the second biggest show of the year. Well, what better way to do that than using the brand to brand invitation, Denise? Did you remember it was still a thing? No. I, but I figured you would. I was like, um, I'm not going to worry about it because I figured Sean would have something to say about it. Well, I do, and I'm fine with it because they they it's a rule. They instated it on the show. Do I think it's lazy? Yeah, but they created that rule within their show, so whatever. I'm not going to complain about that. Uh, Baron Corbin pops up on Raw. So the thing is, 
They can get Baron Corbin on Raw, but they can't get John Cena on Raw or SmackDown last week, by the way. He has now been on three shows in dark matches, three shows in dark matches and not on TV. And I've had people say to me the following, well, maybe it's a budget thing. Maybe they can't afford. Yes, they can. Whatever. That that is the most ridiculous thing. He's there. Put him on camera. Had people say, well, don't you care about the brand split? John Cena is a free agent, homeboy. He can do whatever he wants. Well, why wouldn't why would they have him on there if he's feuding with Roman Reigns? Why do they got Baron Corbin on this show? Why are they doing that? Sean, is there a reason why they're not putting John Cena besides maybe they don't have anything for him to do or say? They're not good at booking wrestling. That's why. That's the reason. See, oh. that just baffles me because they did this whole promotion, this whole marketing thing about Summer of Cena. And let's be real, John Cena is not a guy that is, uh, you know, very often available. And now that his career is even going to that next level, he just keeps, you know, getting more popular and more popular. Uh, I can't imagine how much more they're going to be able to do these and Summer of John Cena's in the future. Somebody says the brand split stupid. No, he's has been. Sorry to shit on your suit on your your regular chat, buddy. But I covered SmackDown before there was a brand split, and it's a hell of a lot better or hell of a lot better now than it was then when I was watching the same Sheamus Dean Ambrose match that I watched on Raw forty two times. No, the super or the the brand split was not stupid. It helped out a lot of people. They just Book it very, very poorly. Daniel R says Cena was in Suicide Squad, right? Like he's famous. Uh, and Nerder- they made sure to put him in his in his underpants again. I feel like in every movie that I see John Cena in, he has a scene where he's naked, pretty much like the entire movie, or like at least for a portion of it. Nerd Guru says, "How do you not have him on TV when his biggest movie ever just came out this weekend? Loved it, and he was great. He was good in it. Did you watch it?" I did watch Suicide Squad, and I did like John Cena in it, and I'm not surprised that he's getting this whole uh, series from it. And I'm I'm curious as to like what conversation we're going to be having in a couple of years in terms of like his star power compared to somebody like Batista and all of that. Hey, did you see that interview about the? Um, I think I forgot what the station was, but they were asking John Cena like if he was like something along the same levels of The Rock, and he basically said like, "Oh, I'm not in the same." level as the rock and then they were like oh but you're but better than hulk hogan or something like that and then john cena was all like why are you only comparing me to wrestlers dang i didn't I forgot see what what station did that maybe someone here knows but um but yeah i thought that was kind of i was like dang look at cena getting a little sassy res dog said they should name it the summer of cena dark matches yeah uh brandon says i tried to explain to my brother how WWE operates he was completely perplexed Thank you, Adrian, for the super chat. If you've got a question or statement, uh, Luis will take it down for you. But you've got Corbin out there saying he's trying to make more money. Jinder Mahal offered him money to take out Drew. I like that. It gave me a reason for Baron Corbin showing up here. It And, and it's so funny. Baron Corbin hasn't been on Raw in like two years, but he still faced Drew McIntyre on Raw back-to-back years. This match was all right. It was what it was. And I, I'm i glad that Drew wasn't just cutting a promo on him like, you're pathetic, you're a loser, yada, yada. It's you're a pathetic loser because you have been a giant dickhead for the last five years. And that's why I don't feel bad for you. Not, ha ha, you're poor. Because that's not a very babyface thing. But Drew was like, you are reaping what you sow. This is karma. You are a giant piece of crap. 
for a very long time, and then he beat up Baron pretty badly. Sean, what have they been doing with Drew the last couple of weeks? He's either had his history lessons or he's been wrestling Shanky, all right? Oh. So I'm sorry, but this match with Baron Corbin was an improvement on yep. what they've been doing um, the last couple of weeks, which is kind of crazy to say that that's an improvement, but it was. Uh, I actually enjoyed, I mean, I've been enjoying the Baron Corbin broke his life is falling apart storyline on SmackDown. I actually think it's been one of the uh, highlights, so to speak on SmackDown. And so I didn't mind it here on Raw because I thought that they explained it well. And there was even a part of me that was about to question the fact that like he's so broke, but yet he's getting from town to town on these shows. But they addressed it. They never do that type of stuff, Sean. They actually addressed it and said that he was staying in the production truck. I thought that was pretty hilarious. So I I liked the interview that they did with him prior to the match. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Then I did like the fact that, you know, Drew McIntyre entire sort of gave him like kind of like similar to the whole thing that he had with John Cena uh Baron Corbin where John Cena was about to give him money but then you know he was kind of like being a douche about it and again he did so tonight so I thought that was pretty funny and you know what I agree with Baron Corbin everybody can use 100k (laughs) seems like a reasonable amount Drew in the middle of the match goes what do you need to get you through the next few days and Corbin goes I don't I don't know a hundred thousand dollars and that right? popped. Right? amazing line. I love that part. I got to say, ever since they did this like character change for Baron Corbin, I am finally on that Baron Corbin bandwagon. I am now a fan. Oh, it was it was such an amazing line. He is doing very, very, uh, very, very well in this story. Uh, we, we've got David Dresden says they advertise Cena's dates, never said he'd be on camera. So people watch hoping to see him. And they will watch again next week, hoping to see him. Buddy, that is some self-loathing ideology there. No, they aren't. No, they won't. It, that's not the way that people operate. Oh, well, I guess we'll see him next week. I guess we'll see him next week. Every, they'll get on the friggin' internet after after the third time. And they're going to say, well, is Cena going to be on here? And they'll look on WWE.com because they're going to advertise him at this point. It's it's very self-loathing to think, oh, it's a hook. It's a hook to get them to watch this actually dog shit show. Yes, that, that's what it is. No, no, it's not. Punk Raw Show says, WWE Logic, talent in trouble with the law, keeps jobs and receives tag titles. Talent go to work during the pandemic, gets fired. Not hating, just saying. I mean, it's 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 true. Um, Baron Corbin, or sorry, uh, Werda says, I very much want Corbin to come down the ramp with those money donation basket poles from church. I don't think they'd do that. I think they'd go full homeless and like have him just panhandling. I think that'd be it. Do you remember when Reverend Devon was going around getting those? I forget what you call them like in church when you like go and you ask for money. Yeah. You remember that? I was thinking about that because I did think like, wouldn't uh, that be something interesting if Baron Corbin were to do that? You know, he's in front of all these people. He might as well get some uh, money out of hand, pass out his shoe, get some cash. And I really hope that they keep this going all the way until like past SummerSlam because at Las Vegas, they can have so much fun with this Baron Corbin character. Like they can have him gambling. They can have him how they can have him auditioning to be in Chippendales. I don't know. There's a different bunch of different things that they can do with Baron Corbin in Las Vegas. Cyclops says, how is Corbin not asked Grimes for money yet? That's what I want to see. I want to see 
Corbin asking Grimes for money. I think Cameron Grimes is made for that main roster. Uh, Norm says collection basket. Yes. Vincent notes uh, another Monday, another review to see if I should keep my DVR recording. Uh, you're good, my friend. Nerd Guru says, have you all seen the Champa Gargano slander that them being an NXT so long, maybe why they're killing it. Uh, that's crazy to me. It is very crazy to me, but maybe there's people that are complaining won't have much to worry about for very long. Uh, so there, there you go. But yeah, I think that's crazy. I love their faster paced style. I enjoyed it to the 2015, 2016 style. Um, there, you, there you go. Drew said someone should try to cheer up Corbin by reminding him that DDP lost it all in WCW and eventually bounced back to some of the best years of his career. Yeah, but he had a benefactor. Kimberly Page was his benefactor, too. Josh Baker says a good way to have people tune in next week is to have Cena do something entertaining this week, maybe even with the rising star that needed the rub. Yeah, Denise, you don't just like not have somebody on the show and go, yeah, that'll get them. And yeah. That's not what they're doing. I just don't know why they're doing it. It's as simple as even doing, dang, something with, I don't know, Damian Priest. I mean, they did that little bro thing with him and Matt Riddle. Uh, keep it going. Might as well. He Again, like you said, he's there. Uh, everybody likes those odd interactions that you kind of don't expect from the show. This tend to be a highlight. So do that with him. I don't understand the Chippendales reference. I know that Kenny King was one. Phil, uh, Terry Allen Jr. says prediction for content from WWE 2K22 at SummerSlam. Probably nothing. I hit them up last week to ask them if they were having their, their stuff delayed. And they said, we have no information to share at this time. Well, we ran back Jeff Hardy and Karrion Cross. So this match was supposed to take place a couple weeks ago, but Jeff Hardy was sidelined. Jeff Hardy was supposed to win again, Denise. So at some point, they decided, well, we're going to have Karrion Cross lose, win, lose, win. This is a match. It's a match that, that happened and existed, and it's a match that we're going to see again, Denise. Karrion Cross got the win. It was fine. What changed, though? That's what I'm trying to figure out. It's just there's too many questions here because there was the whole uh, have him lose and then, you know, have Scarlett come and she's going to help him start winning matches. I just don't get why Scarlett couldn't be there from day one. Like what? She couldn't go to Raw. Like it just doesn't make any sense. And they got to fill those gaps if they're going to do something like this. And now, you know, him essentially, you know, having this win over Jeff Hardy. Like, I just don't understand the placement of it all. Why not? Why couldn't they have just swapped the debut with this? I don't get it, honestly. And the match itself was nothing great. And Cross is just, he's not liked, man. Like, he is not liked at all. And I haven't, I don't even, I don't even know who else is getting these types of reactions besides Eva Marie from the crowds other than Cross right now. So maybe, I don't know, I'm starting to think maybe it might be a, a pro of anything. But it's just like, yeah, he's not liked. And we had somebody, this isn't a super chat, but they said, main event? No one cares about it. Had you guys not mentioned, I wouldn't even care who won or lost. Wins and losses there mean nothing. Cool. You're the reason why so many people aren't over, because you let them go get, get by with that. And you are, the, you are exactly the type of person they want to where they can just churn out content and nothing matters. And nobody gets over. And nobody is special. And then these great athletes and performers have a great match and it becomes very good, but not as good as it should be because they did it in spite of the booking. 
John says Fuego is more over than Karrion Cross. I mean, sad but true. Um, yeah. Did we see the Wrestle Talk Bingo card? Uh, I see it. it. I see it right now. Uh, I'll have to take a grander look at it after the show, though. Jordan says keep Corbin broke till Christmas. Make him the Grinch. That would actually be kind of funny. I, I would really enjoy that. Uh, so, uh, guys, get in your super chats. Now that we are deep into this review, they have slowed down. Big shocker. People don't really want to talk about Raw, Denise. That's really sad, actually. And you know what else is sad? I actually tweeted today that we were like 12 days away from SummerSlam. And I posted like, oh, if you guys are there, come see me, right? Just your basic, ordinary tweet. And every single comment on that, or like a lot of the comments that I saw, not every single one of them, but a lot of them were just the people saying they just don't care. I feel that like, you know, you, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, morale being down with the talent morale is down across the board with the fans where it's now just a lot of people just don't care. And that's what Zach Harrington said. Mike Leotis is 50-50 booking as always. No one gets over. They no longer make stars. They see WWE as the star, not the talent. Bad way to do business. To me, when you make more individual stars, it stacks your show and more people want to tune in. Um, and that's that's just not what they're doing. We were talking about this, Luke and I, really quickly, is that we were talking about the fact that it kind of feels like they don't want anybody to get bigger than the brand. That is true. Yeah, that's been like that for a while. Exactly. And that's the problem, too, is that, you know, they need to let people go out and, you know, do more stuff, have them get popular, have them, you know, have those bring in a new type of audience to the product by having your wrestlers, you know, do more stuff outside of the company too. And I mean, it's just, I don't understand the thought process. Cyclops says Lily blinking gimmick is more over than cross. Well, boy, let's talk about this dog shit. She had people chanting Lily. I was like, you know what else they had people chanting? We want Wyatt. Yeah. That's what else they had people chanting. Uh, this match existed and it happened and we're talking about a doll here. We're talking about a doll right now. That's where we're at at this point. There are so many people that I've had that that'll drop a message. They'll be like, Oh, you really would have hated the undertaker in the early nineties or Papa Shango. Yeah. If I was, if I was a grown adult, I probably would not have thought that Papa Shango was a great gimmick. I probably wouldn't have. I probably would have given more leash to Undertaker. This ain't it. This is not the Undertaker. This is bad. This is a doll blinking and a wrestler going, what? Oh, no. (laughs) So, Sean, you saw if you were to see one of your one of the doll bling, you're telling me you wouldn't be surprised. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. 
If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Just playing devil's advocate here. Okay, you know what? You're right. I would go, what? Based off of the <laughs> all like, the distractions that we've seen, Sean, based off the one million distractions that we've seen on Raw, sadly, this is probably one of the most legitimate ones. A no, creepy storyline. In storyline, Sean. In storyline, you're seeing a doll blink or wink, excuse me. She was winking, BTW. I you know what? I'd probably be like WTF is going on over I there. Watched somebody get shot with a missile last week and rolled up. Okay, fine. All right. But there's been some where you're just like, how the hell did he even get distracted by that? Okay, like, come on. There's other things. There's been some really dumb distractions. This one's dumb. Don't get me wrong. I'm not even arguing that here. But I'm just trying to tell you that at least maybe this one could be a little bit. You're not a doll, Sean. Oh, I am a doll. Okay, and she wasn't winking. She was winking. Super chat how much of a doll I am, everybody. Let Denise know that Sean is such a doll. That you can't. Now you're going to get rolled up by your psycho clown mask. Sean, you can't even wink properly. You got to take winking classes. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Mark Arsenault says, can't chat about Raw. I only watch your review. Uh Young Drizzy says, when will this Lily stuff end? Is the plan for Eva versus Alexa to happen at SummerSlam, or is there no planned end game? Guys, there there was no real plan for Eva to wrestle, period. That was like a swerve. Like, that's the gimmick, is that she doesn't actually do anything. So what happens after Dewdrop? What happens after this? They don't know. Where are we getting to with this, Sean? Denise. From like, they burned the fiend alive without having any idea how much the suit was going to weigh, how he could wrestle in it. You think that they've got Alexa and Dewdrop and Eva Marie planned out like a semester no, storyline? No, I'm not saying Come that on. I think that they do, okay? I'm just saying, what the hell is next? What are we going to be seeing next if she's never supposed to wrestle? Is she just going to get released? Like, what the hell? What's going on? Oh, I hope not. I hope she well, does That's what it. I'm saying. I'm what a cabbage patch. I'm a doll. Sean is a doll. Don't need blue chew. And SRS, uh, you know, does that. <laughs> Got here late only to find SRS and Denise repping raw colors. Didn't know you guys loved the show that much. Please don't fan me. 
that's how proud you. we are to cover raw man look <sighs> see i don't even remember okay all, all i'm trying to get at here is that it wasn't the worst distraction but it was the worst distraction and also i don't know what they're gonna do with this whole eva marie do drop situation because it's just sad they're not coming across as likable not even in a bad good way uh, we have people saying uh, that it's it's hard to care when AEW exists, says Brian. Um, and I was trying to pick up a, a super chat, but it just got... There we go, yeah. I keep up on Raw by watching you guys. Three hours of the same matches that mean nothing every week is just too much, says Dungeon, Dungeon Drast. D- Man, I'm stumbling all over my words. Dungeon Master 5, this rather. Is that does voice acting? Really, guys? Really? Yeah, I had a tragic voice acting accident a couple weeks ago and lost my voice, Denise. Why don't you you be a little more sensitive? No, I'm not. Why don't you muted? Uh, Jordan says Eva wrestles Lily. That's what's next. I can feel it. Oh, Denise, I could see it happening. They are going to do. You know, I'm starting to think that when they bring Scarlet in, if they do bring her in. I don't know if they are, whatever. But if they do, my prediction is that they're going to do some sort of like bewitching spells like between Lily and Scarlet and then Alexa Bliss. And then I don't know. Maybe I should have put that out there in the universe because now if it happens, everyone's going to blame me. I'm just trying to get into the head of Raw Creative. Not only is SRS a doll, he has that baby face fire. Oh, God. I don't even want to think about that right now. Anyways. I'd rather watch rematches than see babyface Sean Ross sap. Brandon Charles Powell says he's still waiting for Alexa and Scarlett to shoot fireballs at each other in a match. And of course, SRS is at all. Yes, I am. Um, I don't know what their plan is for Scarlett. I've, I've heard a bunch of different stuff. So it, it's hard to really nail down what the hell, what the hell is actually going to happen. She's going to come in and feed with Lily. Mark my words. It will happen. She'll lip sync uh, the stuff that Lily says. Sandra says, haven't watched WWE in a very long time, but I love watching your reviews. At least something good does come from Raw, you guys. I mean, I appreciate that so much, Sandra. Like I said, I'd rather cover bad wrestling than do anything else. I really, really enjoy it. So I appreciate you saying that. I got it. Lily turns on Alexa Bliss and teams up and aligns herself with Scarlett. Bam, that's what's happening. Oh, Jesus. Eva versus Lily wrestling. I've got money on the doll. Oh, they'll for sure put the doll over. For sure. This well, is sad. We're actually having this discussion. Do you not realize how far we've come that this is what we're talking about? Well, what fortunately, the the, for Lily, there's the some doll? people that are talking about you at GCW. Rob Reed says drop in five bucks for the deathmatch queen. Hollywood, Denise Salcedo. And uh, Cisco says, Denise, you were great at GCW. Will you be back next month? Are you going to New Japan? Okay, so first of all, I hope that I'm back. Uh, I was asked to do the Las Vegas show, but I can't because of my schedule. So I was asked back. Uh, Now I'm just hoping that maybe I'll get booked on some of the other shows that fit on my schedule. So uh, we'll see what happens. I really enjoyed ring announcing for GCW. It was a lot of fun. It was very different. And I don't think a lot of people uh, expected this from me. And so it's very exciting to see people's reactions you did a great job People i was were so chanting happy hollywood at me I sean <laughs> I, I didn't know how to react i was like thanks not surprised Thank not you. surprised <laughs> uh we have res dog saying i'd rather watch perry saturn wrestle moppy than see eva wrestle lily well of course perry saturn's a good wrestler 
But um, guess what? Ricochet versus Sheamus happened again. It was a championship contenders match, which Denise does not necessarily mean a top contenders match. It means absolutely jack shit. It means it's a non-title match, and that's it. That's all it means. Ricochet is a good worker. Sheamus is a good worker. They had a match that we've seen a bunch before, Denise. This is sad. I went and counted. It's actually, I think it was the fourth or their fifth match now. I forget what I counted, but um, and it kind of even feels like a lot more. And it's kind of because sadly, like I remember being very happy when Sheamus got the U.S. title. I was like, all right, cool. Like we're going somewhere. And then now it's become one of my least favorite things. And that sucks because Sheamus, when he has great matches, he has great matches. But it's just like one of my least favorite segments of the night. Now, I just want to see that bout on anybody else at this point and if it does go to Damian Priest I really hope they actually oh but I see I already know it's going to be Damian Priest versus like the same exact people that Sheamus was wrestling and a hundred times at that yep and uh, it's like okay I'm glad that Sheamus won this match but he lost to Damian Priest two weeks ago yeah see it's like I don't really know what to why, say. Why couldn't he have just won against other people? And then Damian Priest won against a bunch of people. I'm so glad that Damian Priest is winning matches. But Denise, he's winning matches against the same guy he's been beating for months. And then, keep in mind, The Miz jumps up. He's not hurt anymore and runs off. So we're getting that next week probably again over and over and over and Damian Priest challenges Sheamus and Sheamus is like yeah I'll fight you this would be so much better if Priest just didn't beat him a couple weeks ago if they didn't have a match a couple weeks ago well Sean this goes back to the no plans thing because they you know they do this match they do a match right and then all of a sudden a couple weeks later it's like well okay now we're gonna this is gonna be the match for the pay-per-view too so now we got to find a way to prolong it and it's usually a terrible way of prolonging the match. And that's what we've been seeing throughout each and every single show. So it's just one of those things where, what can you do? Yes. Um, man. Jeez, man. Well, Daniel R says, remember when someone said Ricochet versus Sheamus four times this year? Love Ricochet. He's so good and should have been a world champion. I don't know about a world champion. There, there's some promo work to be done there, but... He should have been a lot better off than, than he is now. John asks if this show can be a preview for NXT and AEW shows for the week instead of Raw review. Uh, uh, no, unfortunately, it cannot. It cannot. Uh, Ali C says, Denise killed it at GCW. Hope to see her back. I, I you. think you will. And See, Sean, I'm, I'm about to outstar you pretty soon. I mean, pretty sure. soon, you're gonna, I'm gonna, you're gonna be like, "Hey, Denise, can you do the raw post show?" Let's no, sorry, I don't have time for that. Pull up Denise's Twitter followers. Twenty-seven, twenty-seven thousand. That's cute, Denise. I'm very proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Um, uh-huh. yeah, you're, uh-huh. you're doing good. You're doing good. You know what, Sean? And I don't even, I don't even give people the news okay i just talk about it and look at me look at me you're just jealous and watch I am, if you try. I am still i am john kelly says oh wait sorry that was a super chat that we already read See, i should take over this show i can master x says would you consider drew versus lashley or ricochet versus sheamus being the next kofi dolph ziggler 
Um, Dr- Ricochet versus Sheamus, maybe, but they did do Drew versus Lashley way too much, Denise. Yeah, I feel like I saw that a few times for sure. But you know, I kind of am I even am I muted? Am I not muted, Sean? You're you not muted. muted. You've muted, muted me so many times on this show. I don't even know when my microphone is on anymore. Okay, yeah, the point you're, is you're not muted. Now there's certain guys where because if if for for a period in time they did several rematches for that person, it now kind of feels like you are always seeing that person in a rematch, even if you haven't necessarily seen that person so many times in a rematch. There's been certain matches where I'm like, I feel like I've seen this. And then I go and I look and I'm like, you haven't seen this. And I'm like, why does it feel like I already saw this? And it's just that certain guys, because you did this for so long with so many talents that now it's starting to feel that way, which kind of sucks. It shouldn't feel that way. IR Four Sister says, I'm so over the priest, Ms. Morrison Triangle. Move the F on. He was saying in May he was excited to move on past Ms. and Morrison Denise. And here we are. Here we are. I, I just don't know why they have to force the Ms. Morrison thing down our throats. I feel like it's one of the most forced things on the show. It's Air Force Sister. Sorry. It didn't get copied over completely. Well, you know what? If you, if you got to keep going, maybe. Maybe you, you've had a matchup one too many times and it's just no longer exciting for you. And you're looking to spice it up in the bedroom. Get your penis good and hard with BlueChew.com and that code FIGHTFUL. That's right. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis that work on your schedule. They're ready whenever you are. BlueChew... Oh, is a Sean, unique online. I I was going to get lucky. Blue Chew is a unique online service that ships straight to your door in a discreet package. That way, your package is no longer discreet. You like that, Denise? Come on, come on. Let's let's see some more. Let's see some more excitement. Don't don't talk. You're muted. Blue Chew lets you work with their online physicians and finds the right active ingredient for you so you are at your peak performance. It's not just about having a problem. It's about that performance. It's about that confidence, and Blue Chew will get you there. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. (laughs) No doctor's visits. No more awkward conversations. It's going to be far less awkward than this, what you're seeing right now. And right now, you get your first shipment free when you use the code FIGHTFUL at checkout. You just pay $5 shipping. Got to pay the mailman. Got to pay the mailman to keep your secrets pretty well, but even he won't really know. That's just something I say to get you all to check out BlueChew.com and the code FIGHTFUL. It's a good time. It's good stuff. BlueChew.com, code FIGHTFUL. Good job, Denise. You did I good. I paid enough for this. Like, you, I was you, hoping that I could just hang out in the, behind the graphic and not do or say anything. You kept it extra juicy there. Thank you. Zach Harrington says they were for, for sure put the doll over. I think I'm going to stop watching WWE now. I mean, they're they're going to do it. They're going to do it. Uh, we had uh, Colin Hayden says. Uh, Sean's shout was great, but I really want to hear Denise's thoughts on how NXT women will continue, especially with Johnny Ace in Vince's ear. Do you have any particular thoughts about this, Denise? God, I just hope we don't go back to just like the pretty Barbie 
doesn't really have to be a good in-ring worker era because we've come so far from that. And I just, and I don't even want them to do like the hat, like the, there's kind of, I'm I'm not, I don't want to bring up like an example, but I just also hope that they don't do like the girls that, oh, because like she's pretty, but she could, she could wrestle, but she can't really have like these great matches, but she's pretty. So we're going to put her in this spot because it's not really about that. It's about like what you can do in the ring. So it is a little worrisome to see, I don't know, man. I just hope that all the work that all those women have done doesn't go down the drain. We have Wes Rose saying, can we get an SRS performance of, oh, baby, I don't like Raw? Uh, Not yet. My voice isn't all the way back. Matthew Karen says, as an Aussie, it's been disheartening that they've released so many Aussie talent recently. Then again, I'm sure they'll succeed better elsewhere than WWE. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Bronson Reed had a pretty significant push in NXT. It's just, it was hard to get him coming out of the blocks with the way that they booked him. They booked him 50 50, his first run. Then they came back and they're like, he's unstoppable. And everybody's like, man, we saw him losing a bunch last year. Brandon Charles Powell says, Eva versus Lily with a Montreal like finish. Oh, God. Brandon. Brandon says, poor Denise on the ad read. Yeah. And Tangible One says, Denise, you can get lucky. Get some blue chew for your partner. Code Fightful. My gosh, guys. My gosh. I was going to say about Bronson Reed, though, that I do feel bad because he was one of those guys that, like, for a while, he was, he, like, they would put him in matches, right? And he would get wins, but they didn't do anything else. Like, they didn't give him any story, nothing. And then all of a sudden, he wins the title because he's really, like, the only guy that they had as a legitimate option that wasn't Johnny Gargano to hold the belt. And then he gets the belt. They hardly have him do anything with it. And then here we are all thinking he was going to go to the main roster. And then next thing you know, he's released. I mean, I think it was just like, very, very unfair. And now that's the thing about a lot of the talents that were released this round. There were a lot of them didn't even get a chance to really show anything. Reginald's backstage and Akira Tozawa and R-Truth show up in disguises and try to uh, try to try to beat him for the title. Reggie <laughs> does some cool flips and avoids it. I mean, th- I wouldn't call this like great or anything, but this is a marked improvement over the stuff that we've seen in the past i thought how how are you feeling about reggie so this is definitely going to be the tiktok segment of the night like this is going to be the one where they're only they're not going to do it for us the viewers they're not going to do it for the people in the audience no this is going to be the tiktok uh segment of the night and it all they basically told you today by promoting the fact that they got what 30 33 million views on tiktok for uh reggie's entrance this is what they want like hood clips to share and stuff like that on instagram and all that and get people to go oh what's that i I don't blame him um daniel brown says it's 2021 and the best thing on raw is reginald he's booked well he's booked really really well denise um wish they would do it for other people but you know what i'm glad they're at least doing it for him they need to, if anything was going to spice up the 24-7 championship, this was definitely it. And I prefer at least being surprised with some creative, impressive spots every day, I mean every week, than the same old, same old thing that we were seeing with the 24-7 title. At least now it could kind of be that like ooh-ah moment of the night. Guys, we're heading down the home stretch. Make sure you get your super chats in. 
We would greatly appreciate it. Nerd Drew says, I really hope Becky is heckling this bonehead company to step their shit up before she comes back. Because if I'm her, I don't think this is okay. Yeah. It's uninspired and it's lazy, Denise. If you're Becky Lynch right now, Sean, let's say you're Becky Lynch and you're looking at the roster. Is there a woman where you're like, oh, man, I can't wait to work with this girl based on how they've booked her? Not based on their her ability, yeah. based on how they booked her. Booked her. There really isn't anybody. Honestly. I agree. And she says, is NXT done? Nope, not done, but it ain't it ain't going to be the NXT you came to know and love. Uh, Burberry Load says, so don't have any uh, cares about Raw. Any news of Rampage is going to be on Fight TV or how international viewers will watch it. Yes, it will be on Fight TV. They announced that today. Mustafa Ali lost the T-bar. Casey Heenan says, I enjoy Mansoor and Ali's newfound tag team. What do you think? Well, I'm so glad they're a team. Ali all of a sudden is all super happy with Mansoor, even though they lost last week. Unusual shift there. I still loathe them jobbing Ali out there in his hometown because, like, does anybody in Orlando give a shit that he got beat up in Chicago? No. But somebody in Orlando might hear him get that reaction in Chicago and go, wow, listen to that. Maybe there's a reason to care. Well, he got beat by T-Bar. This was fine, but he lost. And then Mansoor cleared the ring after that. So I'm willing to see where it goes. It's just they, they've already ran this into the ground. Three three weeks, three matches, but I will there, there's, this, no, there's no creativity behind it. There isn't creativity behind it. It's the same thing, but at least it was an entertaining squash, to say the, le- to say the least. Uh, Mustafa Ali took a beating, and it was at least fun for what it was. I liked uh, T-Bar essentially tossing him like a Frisbee up against the barricade. I thought that was pretty fun. But, I mean, other than that, did this get them more over? Nope. There was nothing that they did today that I would say got them more over. Their, their backstage segments have gotten them more over than this did. Daniel Brown says, I live in Vegas. Where can I find you guys SummerSlam weekend? Please don't tell me at SummerSlam itself. SummerSlam itself, that's that's where I'll be. I'll be around Vegas Thursday, Friday. I'll be near the stadium. I'm staying close there. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll be around, I'm sure. Uh, I'll tell you where you can find me Friday night. You're probably, probably parked in front of my phone watching AEW Rampage. Uh, music Guy says, Gargano Ciampa are over 30 and not tall, so are they going to get released from the new NXT? Glorified 205 with bigger wrestlers. Stay tuned is all I can say about that. Nothing's nothing's out of the realm of possibility these days. Um, that that's what I'll that's where I'll put there. Fear and loathing says, "Is the upcoming takeover going to be like the last Nitro? No, it's going to continue." Norm asks, "Why is he still T Bar? I thought Vince liked big guys. We could have had at least ten Keith Lee matches by now." <sighs> Nobody. It's, I'm sure he likes T-Bar just fine or else he wouldn't be on the show. It's just nobody's going to get over. He doesn't like anybody else enough to get him over. I can't I, figure it out, so I, I got I, no comment. I ask people that are close to the booking all the time. They don't know. They don't know why Vince books things the way that he does anymore. They They know that there has to be a change, and they aren't sure why he won't change it. And that's, that's really it. 
Adrian says, remember when they spent weeks building up Riker to keep him off TV ever since? Also, how bad will they botch the Elias rebranding? So Elias had a vignette, threw his guitar in a fire, and it says Elias is dead. Yes, Riker has not been on TV since then, so it's a good thing they put him over, Denise. Hard. They did book him strong, and now he's gone. Now he's gone. He hasn't been on the show at all since then. They had him go undefeated against Elias, and he has just vanished. You know, he's on main. He's on main event. By the way, he is on main event. He's on main event in, in Cedric and Gulak. So he's being booked strong. Jackson Riker has won every match he's been in since the beginning of June. You know what's going to happen, right? Elias is going to get rebranded. He's going to come at, come back as whatever he's being rebranded as, and his first feud is going to be with Jackson Riker. And he's going to lose. He's and gonna lose. Exactly. That's exactly what's going to happen, which is just really, really sad, and I hate myself for putting it out there. We'll see how this goes. I don't. I don't have any faith in anything they really put forth. But I, I think Elias is a smart enough performer to to hopefully make it work. Hopefully, JW Pringle says, "I've said it before. I'll say it again. WWE is booking like they're performing in a high school gym with folding chairs and a two dollar beer. They need Blue Chew to help Raw get up and over. Ain't that the truth? Blue Chew, yeah." We had the Bobby Lashley MVP segment. Josh Baker says, don't care about the story, but MVP gave a master class in stopping the what chant. Switched up his cadence like five times whenever they tried. He's so good, Denise. He tried, but it didn't work towards the end. They got him at the end. Well, that you know what? If they want to be dipshits, they can be dipshits. But he did really good at switching it up and avoided it for a while. I mean, the show is probably worth getting a what chant. I loathe them. But what did you think of the message and the uh, and the the Lashley and MVP promo? I think given the fact that, you know, again, they didn't have Goldberg there tonight and they didn't have like a face-off or anything like that, I thought they did a very, very good job of hyping the matchup. And a lot of that was credit to MVP and that awesome promo that he cut. And then they had Bobby Lashley follow up by it being, it was very simple, very clear. I love the way that he ended it with the, it's not um, you being next or he's all, you're done. The way that he ended that promo was very, very like, oof. And then that stare into the, into the camera and he just looked like pretty pissed off like i mean he sold it 1000 percent. so i thought that the promo work was really good this was if anything this was a high point of raw and a good way to continue this story lashley says that he's not next goldberg is done it's like he'll be his last something like that good line really dug that ke775 says do people you speak to know that vince has to go Almost nobody that I talk to is like, Vince has to go. Most of them think that he should probably be in like a consulting role, like an executive consulting role, something of that nature. Nikki Cross, Rhea Ripley, again. And this is a fine match. Bunch of spots we saw them do before. I just wish that they didn't do these matches before the fact that in 12 days they are going to be in this match together well, uh, lucky, she should have different opponents lucky you denise everybody stays strong because charlotte comes out fashionable as always it's probably one of the highlights of raw lays an ass whooping down she had some good fire she like did the kip up and stuff that was cool but nobody loses because charlotte attacks 
Uh, CM says, small point, why did Nikki have tape over her gear? I get wanting to show the visual, but it looks dumb, and a rib injury can be conveyed other ways. Yeah, it didn't, didn't make it. I didn't mind it, though. It, I didn't that's mind That's not it. the way that tape works. That's not the way that tape works. Tape is used to compress, not to go around the outside. It didn't, doesn't make any sense. I've never known somebody to do that. I didn't personally. I didn't mind it. I was like, oh, whatever. She, you know, she's selling the whole thing with you know, her magic. But the, that tape Carlin. doesn't work okay, that way, Denise. Whatever. Well, Play I don't a sport. Know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't. It, I've seen a lot worse, okay? Cyclops I'm going to let it slide. Cyclops says, is Rhea a face or heel? Does Vince even know? Uh, I think she's in between. Charlotte's a heel. Nikki's a baby face. CM says, if you don't want Nikki or Rhea to lose, then don't book the match. Charlotte also could have attacked them after. This is the point I always get to because people go, oh, would you want Nikki to take a pin instead? No, you don't have to book the match, Denise. I'm sure they can pull up somebody else to have a match. Do something with some of the other women as well. Where's Dana Brooke right now? What's she doing? Anything? Have we even seen her since Mandy left to NXT? I don't remember talking about her. Where's Mia Yim at? Doing nothing? No idea. Nothing. She ain't doing anything. Where's Naomi? Sitting at home? All right. They haven't done anything with her since Lana left either. Nope. They sure haven't. Nothing. Who else is there? Then on the other show, they're parking... Uh, they're parking Tony Storm and Liv Morgan, and it's they haven't wild. even had Tony do anything. Like she did her debut, and then that was it. Ryan says the Joey Janela heel turn had more intrigue on Elevation than Raw. Sidell Brothers versus Lucha Brothers tonight on Elevation was awesome. I can't wait to watch it. Um, somebody says, "Isn't Dana pregnant?" I, I don't know. I haven't seen anything about that. I haven't seen anything about that. Let me look. I feel like that's something that would be all over if it was. Mm, let's see. I oh, well, I guess she did post something. My God. She did? I, well, that's that's what. Okay. I'm not going to speculate. I'm going to look into it a little bit more than that. Um, but, yeah. I, when I'll did she go, post something? And what did she post? I, well, as I said. I'm going to look into it more before we speculate on somebody's pregnancy on the air. That's what oh, I want to do. That's what I, I want to do. I don't see anything. I'll Good. look after Good. So let's not speculate on it. Uh, Ian says, Raw can suck or can be 98 level. wouldn't matter. I'm here every Monday for the best two humans covering wrestling. Love you guys. Uh, well, we love you too. We really appreciate you doing that. There you go. People asking, where's Asuka? She's, she's on YouTube. That's where she is. She's making YouTube videos. That That's about it. Um, yeah, and somebody says that she posted something on Instagram but deleted it almost immediately. Okay, there you go. Uh, JoJo. I'm curious. What did she – well, I guess I'll Come find quit out. It. Quit it, Denise. I'm you sorry, are such a nobody Hollywood, even tells me. Nobody even tells me what did she post that was – You're such a Hollywood gossip girl, Denise. Wait, hold the phone. Dirt sheet boy is telling me. Denise. So Randy Orton came back. But before that, we get somebody, Diable37 says, when T-Bar versus Lee end up on Raw, it'll be the same thing as NXT, trying to conjure up PWG five-star magic to win over the indie marks, but falling flat. Denise, I don't know if Keith Lee and T-Bar are going to have that opportunity on Raw to make that impression. I know, Denise, you're drawing something on a piece of paper. You're acting like I'm censoring. Look, she's mad. She's done. She's done. Bye. <laughs> Not done. 
great because that fits in with the Randy Orton Matt Riddle storyline. Randy Orton's back. Denise has thrown away the key, and I have uh, tossed it down. <laughs> Look at her. <laughs> She's so fat. <laughs> and she wants to yell at me, but she knows it'll ruin her gimmick. This is amazing. She worked herself into a shoot, guys. So listen to this. Denise, mad. Denise, mad that I muted her, thought that the best way to get back at me was by not talking. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh, God. I don't pay you anything Jimmy does. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're going to make me lose my voice again. Oh, God. This is amazing. It's amazing. This is what I've dreamed of forever. Denise not talking on the show. Hold on. I'm going to mute her so you can't hear her writing either. <laughs> Look, everybody calling out Denise. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. SRS Hollywood Salcedo. Best feud on Mondays. We're great. Only place I get my updates. Thanks, Sean and Denise. Oh, my God, guys. Oh, people saying Fightful Select is worth the money. All the scoops, it's worth the money. I got to pay Denise somehow. Robert says, thanks, Sean, for all the great reporting. Keep it up. Denise, I've become such a huge fan of your shows and all your analysis on wrestling. Denise, do you want to address this person verbally? Denise. Movie Nation says, do you see Raw changing its set or sticking with the same old stuff? I think they'll wait until they for sure know that they're back back on the road before they go and do that. Uh for for good. Balov says, what does it say you day? It says you pay. Denise can't write. Uh, Josh says, the post-its are no selling, Denise. Give me Jimmy's number. No. No. Wait, I just punched the bully in the face, guys, and now she's mad. I have rights. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. So, oh, Nerd Guru says Randy helps with this show is still boring. Can't deal with the women's title programs. The same shit every week. Nikki Ash isn't working. Well, Randy Orton did work for the live crowd. Holy cow, did he ever? Um, he got a big pop and he was really soaking it in. Denise the Mute Salcedo, uh, from Juicy to Salty. <laughs> Salcedo, a simple three count. Oh, oh my God. People are bearing Denise. I love it. They know she's being a diva. They know she's being a diva. They know she's being problematic and hard to deal with behind the scenes. They know it. They know it. I'm going to report it. So 
Randy Orton comes out. He does not want a team with Riddle at all. And we get like the, the really child, like, oh, you don't want a team with me, bro. You don't want a team with me, bro. And he's like, why would I want to do that? You're doing just fine. They talk about his stepdad and all that stuff. Denise, do you have anything to add to this? I'm going to come back. I have prayed. Okay. I have talked to the Lord. You do have the right and to remain silent. calmed me down. Okay. And you talk to me. You talk to the dong Lord. No, oh. Sean. No, I am done. Done being muted on this show. I want Denise with the EC3 gimmick says I watched three hours <laughs> of freaking raw. I take notes. You did today. I do every single night. I take notes. I, I, you know, I could be having dinner. I could be having dinner. I could be going out for a walk. I could be doing so much more with my life than watching three hours of repeat matches on Raw. Yet I watch them and I show up to do my job. And what do I get? I get harassed. I get muted. I get bullied. What else do you want from me? Okay. You're diva. You're diva Salcedo. No, now. I have rights. Okay, I am on this <laughs> show to speak and express my opinion. Yet my nerves are being tested every day. I think Manis is so glad to see the fun. It's you not have. fair. <laughs> yeah, Denise These is having so not <laughs> see what is happening here. This is a conspiracy. This is literally <laughs> a freaking Sami Zayn a fightful. This is BS. And then I get no freaking credit ever. Ever. Man, it's, it's so glad to see the fun you both have. Love your favorite bartender. Brandon Charles Powell says, cheer up, Denise. It's not so bad. You know what, Sean? I hope you have a beautiful life. Josh Josh says, can't wait for Denise's prison promo video. I am in prison. <laughs> I am literally in fightful prison. I could never speak. I could never get my points across. Oh. I can't get my creative. Whenever I say anything, I get buried. I mean, <laughs> I don't get entrances. This is BS. Your promo video is going to have me with a nightstick, like raking it across the bars as I walk. No. As I walk down. I'm going to chop amazing. off all the heads of every cat I ever Whoa. seen, John. And I'm going to step on your shoes. Denise did not mean that. And uh, I am done. I'm done. You have the right to remain silent, Denise. Please do not talk about killing cats. People will take that seriously. Movie Nation says, give me Adam Blamplate. I never had it. Denise never made anything for me. Look, uh, Ricardo says, you broke me. Hogan was less than a diva than WCW than Denise is today. The pipe bomb that exposes Fightful. Denise dropping a CM Punk pipe bomb promo. This is the Denise super villain origin story. And now I'm even more pissed off because you pissing me off is making you money. (laughs) This is BS. You see what I mean? I get used here. I get used on this podcast to make Sean and Jimmy money so that... (laughs) Jimmy money, not Sean money. Make the people money so that you can afford... Kyler, Kyler, please clip this and put this on scraps. Matt and Caleb, this is the better feud than anything wrong. Oh, our super chats picked back up. What a performance from Denise. This ain't a performance. What are you talking about? Cue the American national anthem behind Denise's speech. 
Jordan says Denise now knows what it's like working for WWE. Oh, Denise, you thought you dodged the bullet. Not so fast. I got you covered. J.K. Schwal says, no joke. <laughs> Posts on her forehead. John, uh, what the frick? You know, I actually I really take care of my post-its. I actually, I go out of my way to find the good colors that inspire me. Uh, and you're making, you know how much these cost? These aren't, you, these are you, expensive. You had so much room to put them on that big ass head. Uh, Denise is about to give you. I haven't even got to the segment. What do you think about Randy Orton and Riddle? I don't give a damn about this. I don't give a damn anymore. I'm done. Why do I have to give you my opinion? Why do you even, you don't even value my opinion. I could go out here. I can go out here and say that. I thought the RK bro thing was great, but you're not even going to care. Why do you care? I thought it was a harmless segment. Uh, Later on, we got uh, AJ coming out and. Ricardo says, RKO to AJ was sweet. Some would say too sweet. I liked the match. It was fine. The finish was incredible. Denise, do you have anything to say about this match? Yeah, I think that uh, Matt Riddle's really funny. I think that, um, I'm sorry, you just really upset me and threw my train of thought thought out of the way. I'm trying to remember what the hell happened on Raw. Denise, you always have a Luke. What about me? What about Denise? So... You made me forget everything. The cat that comment popped me. Not the cats, Denise. Denise is the baby face till the cat comment. Denise, Jimmy Van refusing to get muted again. Time to bring on a real journalist, SRS. It seems like people are siding oh, with me. John Alba. John Alba tries so hard to be like me. It's really sad, actually. Well, he, he tried on John Alba. He says Denise owes you money or Denise owes him money for a Diet Coke. I don't remember. Intangible one says Denise is cutting a you people promo. Denise is shooting harder than I forever. <laughs> God damn. Oh, jeez. Pipe bomb from Hollywood Salcedo. MD- you are MDK Salcedo now. That's what it is. I, I'm literally trying to comment on this RK bro thing. All right. Mavrida was really funny. Can, can you stop? I'm what? so distracted you, you right want now. Me to I can't stop? even think about what I saw. <laughs> you want people to stop saying that you're about to drop an all you people promo? SRS and Denise doing a double turn? What life? This is amazing. A pipe bomb from Hollywood Salcedo? Dude, that's not even the half of it. If I really started with my goddamn pipe bombs, everybody would Denise is talking Jericho. It's going to be wild. Denise will do Renee's show. They're bad. If I ever go on Talk is Jericho or Renee's oral sessions, I will literally, literally expose the truth about Sean Ross Sapp, the environment that I work in here at Fightful. How I'm always treated like garbage. I love that this happens during the only, the only good segment of the show. Oh, Jesus Christ. So did they break up? Are we done with our case? I don't think I, I so. I thought they broke up, but everybody was telling me that I was wrong. I don't think so because Randy was smiling. I think if if he was mad, then then it would be different. But I think it's just him teaching him a lesson, like like you know, it's you got to watch your back, kid. I'm a snake, yada yada. And he did. Randy Orton did hit Riddle with the the RKO at the end of the show. But I don't think they're broken up yet. 
I thought they were broken up. I feel like this is it, but I guess not because everybody was telling me like, no, that that's not, that doesn't seem like what's happening. So I clearly am too dumb to realize that that's what they were going for. Well, I wouldn't say that at all. Uh, Fola says hats off to Denise for the heel turn because I don't care about Raw at all right now. Uh, Billy B. Bad says Denise is going to cut you, bro. I I don't doubt that. I'm friends with Nick Gage. I can just dial a number, Sean. Sure you could. Well, you know what? I'm no, friends with I Matt Cardona. Out that's, here, okay? that's funny. I'm friends with Matt Cardona, and he kicked Nick Gage's ass. So wh- wh- what are you going to do about that? Sean, you don't know me. Okay, okay, sure. You don't know me. You don't know the kind of people that I know here. You don't know this. Okay, this is the most people. odd super chat I've ever got. Shove it up, Sean Ross Sap, Sap of the Maple Kind Behind. Um, <laughs> Wait, listen. What? I listen. Listen, I don't know about that. Uh, somebody says Denise's RF video shoot's going to be fire. She wouldn't do an RF. Nobody with any dignity should be doing RF video shoots. Not with that POS. 813 Car Guy says, I must watch Raw live. I'm fast forwarding through most everything except RK Bro. Ultimately, Denise, the match was not that consequential, but his return was. The RKOs he tossed out. I mean, people will remember that AJ Styles RKO, and they're going to remember the Riddle RKO. I just don't think they're they're split up yet. I actually thought that that opening segment of Raw was really good. I thought it got straight to the point <laughs> um, with Randy Orton, with Matt Riddle, essentially. Matt Riddle, I think, has even more so been nailing the whole, like, kind of like the bromance, but, like, the ex-lover there, there was a segment backstage where he was like begging him like can i come out with you or can i be with you like this i yeah. forgot what he was begging him for but that was actually pretty hilarious and so like the more that they tow this line of kind of doing like this jaded ex-lover type of thing i think it's pretty funny but it doesn't matter what i think zach harrington says rk bro angle was the best thing i've seen on raw all year the super chat is for the saturday night slam masters reference recently didn't get to see that show live, so couldn't donate, but the reference popped me. I love Saturday Night Slam Masters. It's uh, one of my favorite games of all time. You guys should seek it out. Uh, Omar Diaz says, oh, uh, Rye Randy, you broke my – I don't think they're they're splitting up. I just don't. And Mike uh, Leotis says, I think there's more to tell in the story of RK Bro. Do you think they'll make, over, make up over some delicious Jimmy's Johns? I like you, Jimmy Johns. I got I Jimmy Johns in Denver just because of those commercials. Did you actually started having Jimmy John's too because of that? But I like yes. Jimmy John's. No, wait. No. It's working no, then. No, sorry, Sean. No, I messed up. I messed up. It's not Jimmy John's. I hate Jimmy John's. No, wrong one. It's Jersey Mike's. I like Jersey Mike's. Jimmy John's was trash. I tried it and I didn't like it. I like Jersey Mike's. Jimmy's John's. No, it's Jersey Mike's. Team Jersey Mike's. Johnny Scars asked how angry giant poop will be tonight brandon charles powell says i'm getting heart dynasty vibes from denise i don't know i think she's got a new a new uh stable brandon says nick gage is the wrestling version of dirty deeds done dirt cheat by scdc watch out srs i know who he is i've met him i've met him multiple times kevin says that denise knows alley catch now watch out for knives i know alley as well 
Oh, um, Sean, stop it. You're always like, I know this person and I know that person I and I have this many Twitter followers and everybody loves me. Oh, my God. Wait, wait. Are you talking about how I have 94,000 I'm just done. Followers? I'm done, Sean. Every <laughs> single time. I can't even put any of my accomplishments over because you literally have to step over all my accomplishments. No, that's not true. Put over your own accomplishments. Let me have some sort of spotlight. Damn. So, so listen, see what you're doing. You're taking my accomplishments and putting over you putting over your accomplishments. It's it's what? a real shame. It's a real shame to see you down this bad. Negan Mock says, did he subtly hinting she has a fiend of her own? Uh, Sergio says it's still better than working for WWE, Denise. Yeah, it probably is. Because if this were WWE, Denise, we would have the same argument next week and the week after and the week after and the week after. That's true. That's true. Well, actually, you wouldn't even see me if this was WWE. It would just be you. And I'd, Denise, I'd see my hand pop in every now and no, then. No, Denise would win an argument two weeks in a row, and then she'd be off the show for three months. Exactly. Thanks. 813 Car Guy says, they're doing Elias Dirty. I always used to love hearing the guitar thing and how much heat he got. Now he's dead. Where do you think they're going? This is our last it's simple. super chat, by the way. Elias is going into his reputation era. He's going to go dark. Explain to us what that means. All right. So when he said that he was dead, that Elias is dead, uh, immediately, if you're a Taylor Swift fan, you'll know, you'll think uh, of the uh, when Taylor said in the Look What You Made Me Do song that she can't come yes. to the phone right now because uh, the old Taylor is dead. And so Kayla Braxton also posted that. And then I quote retweeted it, like making a joke, like it's like gimmick infringement of what he did right so like a lot of people made the dots right to this so when taylor did look what you made me do and the old taylor was dead she went into this very very dark period that you know was totally different from what she was prior and so that is now what i'm assuming elias is gonna go do he's gonna go you know what sean no no because i'm already heated and you if you no. I swear to God, if you fuck with Taylor Swift right now or that Reputation album, I will. I don't even want to say what I'm going to do, okay? Because I am done. I'm done. You know what? Find somebody else. Good day. I have enough jobs. Bye. Brendan's says Pop Bellies is better than Jimmy's John's or Jersey Mike's. Thundercloud and Austin is the best. I've never heard of either one of those. Uh, Jordan says thoughts for the same uh, for the hurt business breakup. So I got no faith that they aren't done. Sean, be careful. She'll get Lily on you. Ah, man, guys, thank you all so much for all the super chats. We have finally reached the end of the show. Um, We've got sorry. You'll be sorry. <laughs> your birthday's coming up and I have your address. <laughs> Cena and Orton should have had a backstage segment where Cena was like, thanks for getting rid of the fiend so I can get out of the fun house. Sean, don't I, trust I, me on some, come SummerSlam weekend. I'm going to oh get my boy. revenge. I think that would have been a little insensitive to make lie to somebody who just got fired, so I'm glad that they didn't do that. But they've done it in the past. I mean, uh, CM Punk has referenced Kozlov and and Harry Smith in promos like that before. But, Denise, what do you got going on? Does it matter? Yeah, of course it does. No, it doesn't. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Twitter and Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo, but don't follow me because I don't matter here. Do you want to read this one, Denise? No. What do you think Taylor's worst album is? No. <laughs> we'll be here all day, Sean. I don't mind. I know you're not. No. 
Guys, I appreciate you all hanging around. I know these shows have been longer. Denise will get paid more for these. But... Yeah, thanks, because if it wasn't for me, we wouldn't have gotten half of those Super Chats. So you're welcome, Sean. <laughs> it's true. We were we were kind of dragging ass on the Super Chats, and then uh, they, they went crazy. Big thank you to Luis for gathering all the Super Chats. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. I got an interview with Duke the freaking Dumpster Drossy. But guys, FightfulSelect.com. I would greatly appreciate if you guys would subscribe to that. We are inching closer and closer and closer to becoming the most subscribed wrestling product on the Patreon platform. It would mean a lot. We're going to have exclusive news. In addition to that, we've got like seven podcasts a week over there. So check it out. It's five bucks. Until next time, guys, we're out.